Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I knew I knew you'd Merry Christmas. Well, sort of. Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Reviewbert podcast where it seems like it's Christmas all year round because Christmas is the best. That's so true. And even in Christmas time, we are the Schuberts and we review things. Yeah. My name is Bryce, joined by my incredibly amazing and festive wife. <laughs> my name's Breland. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, <laughs> we are back again. Oh, oh yeah. I, I don't know how I always like almost forget. <laughs> so we are back again, but we are not any different as far as the amount of people here <laughs> recording. We are also joined by none other than our reindeer. I mean, our dog, <laughs> Bear. Yay! Bear's doing great. Thank you, everyone, for asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is enjoying his little chewy treat thing as usual <laughs> and just loving life. It's and he he is so excited that we are ramping up for season two. He is. He literally talks about it all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He wasn't able to talk before, but once we finished season one, we're like, Bear, we're going to start season two soon. He just started talking up a storm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we... Like we have said, season two's coming. We finished season one. So we're in this like kind of weird limbo time of not really too much direction of like, hey, we're going to do a, a big group of video or not videos, watch a bunch of videos on the same thing, like decoms or whatever. But we have a few, a few weeks that we are doing Christmas in July. Yes. I'm so excited. I love Christmas the most. And so to celebrate it halfway to Christmas is awesome. And so we do it in July. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Um, yeah, I think we might just jump into it. So just so you guys know, if you have been following along since the beginning of season one, we normally do like a, a two-part kind of system Well, where we will share about what we remember about the pod. Or I'm getting so jumbled with my words <laughs> where we share about what we remember about the movie that we're reviewing and then we leave and go watch it then we come back and then we share how right or wrong we were about that and some fun details well we are going to switch things up a little bit mm-hmm. we are just going to go straight into it yeah so so we've just watched it we'd have <laughs> we'd have <laughs> we'd have <laughs> i added an extra letter in that so that's fun um, before we get into what movie it is, yeah. I do want to share a couple of things. Okay. Number one, there are spoilers. Oh yeah, this is true. This Th- is That's very not true. just true for DCOMs. That's true for the podcast as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, if you are not a fan of spoilers, then right after we announce what movie it is that we're reviewing, go ahead, pause it, go watch it, come back and enjoy the rest of it. Um, but if you have seen the movie or don't really care about spoilers, let it play. Let it play. Um, our second little disclaimer thing I just want to mention real quick is that we are not affiliated with the creators and owners, um, of the movie that we are reviewing. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, we are not, (laughs) uh, affiliated. (laughs) So... In saying that we're not affiliated, we actually mean that we're not affiliated. It, I couldn't have said it better myself. There's that makes no so much affiliation more sense. here. 
None whatsoever. Is that your word of the day? (laughs) Affiliated? (laughs) No, but it could be. (laughs) So how about we get a little Christmas-themed drum song to announce this week's Christmas in July reveal. Here you go. Ho, 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 Christmas with the Cranks. I feel like you took every single upbeat Christmas song and just mashed them all together. Well, it started as just a ho, ho sound and then it ended up, here comes Santa Claus, I think. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. I think it was too. It was great. So yeah, we are reviewing Christmas with the Cranks. Guys, we... This is one of our favorite Christmas movies. Um, when we, when Breland and I started dating, um, is I don't know, is like in an August time of year. And August, time it, of it was year. in August during that year, and then, and then you know, come September, October, November, but then De- December, <laughs> it, like this is one of the first Christmas movies we watched because like yeah. we talked about it and like. It's one of the ones that we both love. We right. watched it when we were younger, which it came out in 2004, just so you guys know. Yeah. But we watched it when we were younger and then just loved it ever since. True. And so this is going to be the first um, of two this year for Christmas in July that we are going to review as far as Christmas movies go. This is true. So, man, I'm excited. Uh, this is a fun one. It's hilarious. Um should I just go ahead and read what it's about? Yeah, read us the plot and then we'll talk specifics. Let's do it. So I'm actually going to read it from Rotten Tomatoes because they explain it so well. Um, so let's go. After faithfully and happily celebrating Christmas their entire lives and with their daughter Blair in Peru to serve as a stint in the Peace Corps, Luther and Nora Crank are facing the pers- prospect of a very lonely holiday. One blustery Chicago night, Luther glances longingly at an alluring poster in a travel agency window and pictures himself and Nora basking in the glow of the sun on a Caribbean cruise. Though Nora is at first reluctant about going away for the holidays, she soon warms up to the idea. But when their neighbors find out, they are aghast, especially local busybody Vic Frohmeyer. To make matters worse, Luther refuses to put his illuminated Frosty the Sun snowman on his rooftop hemlock street is famous for it and has won numerous contests sponsored by the local newspaper the battle of wits between the cranks and their neighbors quickly escalates threatening the harmony of the community and yes the spirit of christmas itself (laughs) then without warning luther and nora get a call from blair she is coming home for christmas after all and now the cranks have less than 24 hours to get themselves and all the families on Hemlock Street, back in the proper Christmas spirit. <laughs> well done. One thing I want to say is that it's actually way less than 24 hours. Yeah. It's like 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That happens. So true. It's a quick turnaround time for those cranks. But man, oh, I think that does a great job at explaining it, but yeah. I'm not giving away too many details because right. a lot of stuff I want to talk about, all the fun, funny facts and details about it. Fun, funny. We're about to get into, and that wasn't like getting rid of them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahead of time. for so. sure. One thing that I thought was really fun that I don't know that I've picked up on before is that in the beginning credits it says that this movie was based on a novel. Yeah, and I think that would be really fun to read because it's it's hilarious. The whole concept of it is just so funny to me. Ooh, we should review a book. Oh, that that'd would be, be nice. Yeah, that'd be really cool. 
And then I'm a, I'm a sucker for movie details. And one of my favorite ones in this movie is that when Luther originally sees the poster or the ad for the Mm. cruise, it's a man and a woman running on the beach and obviously they're in bathing suits. And so then after he convinces Nora to go on this cruise, he's like, well, we got to, you know, get in cruise shape. So they start dieting and also tanning. And so (laughs) the swimsuits that he gets them to wear at the tanning bed are the same ones that the man and the woman are wearing in the cruise (laughs) poster. It's so funny. I, I That detail is delicious. Yeah. I don't think I noticed that until you pointed it out this time we were watching. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Those are the same. So funny. <laughs> and I absolutely love these actors. Mm-hmm. Like, one, Tim Allen is Christmas royalty. It's I true. Mean, he's like so- the Santa Claus, yeah. the Santa Claus 2, <laughs> the Santa Claus, Claus 3, three yeah. all of them. So funny. He does so well in the Christmas role. He was mm. just made for it. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is hilarious. It's and true. I think they were the perfect pairing in this movie. Mm-hmm. 10 out of mm-hmm. 10. We we don't have a casting category, but it's 10 out of 10 from me. Agreed. Even though we're going out of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of four. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I love Tim Allen. I like grew up watching like Home Improvement like all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's what my brother and I watched in the evenings whenever it was on. Just Home Improvement. And is so good. Um, so yeah, he's always a favorite of mine. Yeah, for sure. Should we jump into our special um, Christmas criteria? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I like as I pulled up my phone to look at the Christmas criteria, I got a text and got distracted. <laughs> so our Christmas cri- criteria. Do you want to explain? Or do you want me to? You go for it. Cool. So. As always, our criteria are four out of four points for each category. Um, then in total, that can it'll be up to 12 points from each of us because we have three categories. And then all together, the movie can get up to 24 points. So our three categories that we're rating off of um, are, does it put you in the Christmas spirit? Mm-hmm. Does it keep its Christmas magic from year to year? I like that one. Um, and like throughout the year, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, is it just Christmas? Like in magical? Christmas in July. Exactly. And then is it quotable outside of the Christmas season? Really good. So I say we jump in. Let's do it. Uh, Breland, does this put you in the Christmas spirit? If it does, out of four, four being the most Christmas spirit that you can possibly have mm-hmm. and zero being the no Christmas spirit you could possibly have. Yeah. What would it be for you? It's a four out of four from me. Yeah. Okay. So there are so many elements to this. There are. One, just the setting. It takes place in Chicago, I think, or outside of Chicago. So it's cold. It's Mm -hmm. snowy. And when you think Christmas, like all, everything about Christmas is that, even if that's not your reality, like all the songs are based on, you know, snowiness and Uh you think Christmas sweaters and all those kinds of things. So it captures that really well. Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, the Christmas lights and the decorations and Frosty, all of that is very um, Christmas spirit provoking. Totally. But then what really gets it for me is the ending when, one, we see the community come together to, mm-hmm. to help a neighbor out. And then, two, ooh, I'm going to cry talking about it, but Luther extending 
the gift to mm-hmm. his neighbors yep. um, who he really doesn't get along with, but it's a man and a woman. The woman's sick. She has cancer and he realizes because Blair's home that they can't go on this cruise. And so he gifts it to them yep. and he, he tells them over and over, this is a gift. There's no strings attached. We mm-hmm. just want you to have this. If, if you don't take it, all of our money goes to waste. So please, please take this and enjoy it. And that to me is Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. completely totally and so for that reason i give it a four out of four nice what about you uh, i also gave it a four out of four what i know great <laughs> i have a feeling a lot of this is gonna be the perfect score i don't, <laughs> I don't know i don't know we'll see um i give it a four out of four um because kind of everything you said it just really encapsulates the christmas spirit so well and even beyond that for me it's a little nostalgic Cause like growing mm. up, we would like after this came out, like we would watch it as a family. It always come on TV during the Christmas season. We even like bought the DVD yeah. once it came out because we we're like we love this so much. Um, and so even there's that like little nostalgic factor. It's like, yep, this is Christmas. Christmas. This is Christmas. So four out of four. Yeah. Uh, next category. Mm-hmm. Does it keep its Christmas magic from year to year? I gave it a four out of four. <laughs> Here's the thing. My family has a list of movies that we watch every Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And this one is on the list. A hundred percent. I'm every year since it's, since it came out, we've watched it together as a family. Uh-huh. And there's actually, there's two that we watch every single year. And it's, it's this one. And then the one we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> um, we have some other ones that we rotate in. Like we're, we're big Hallmark fans. So, yep. you know, we put that in the rotation, but there are two that we absolutely cannot go the Christmas season without watching. Mm-hmm. And even now watching it, you know, mid year, it's just as funny. It's just as inspiring. Totally. It's just, it's not a movie that when we put on, I just am quick to grab my phone and start doing other things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to sit down and watch it because I enjoy it that much. Yeah, for sure. So I think it for sure keeps its Christmas magic. And that's saying a lot nowadays. Yeah, not for sure. To, like not getting bored to where you just pick up your phone and yeah. start scrolling through social media or whatever. Absolutely. Unless you're on the ReviewBert page and interacting there. Then scroll then that away. Is okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Four out of four for me too. Um Similar to like the nostalgic kind of factor, like it's always going to be a, a favorite of mine. Yeah. Um. So I'm always going to want to watch it regardless. And kind of the same thing, like when I watch it, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not just going to let it play in the background. Right. Like it's going to be, it's going to be what I'm focusing on. For sure. So fun. And our third category, is it quotable outside of the Christmas season? Obviously, because it's July and we're quoting it right now. <laughs> but like, would you use this in your everyday uh conversations i give it a three out of four on the quotable outside the christmas season there are oh i'm so sorry there are two quotes i wrote down three one i just thought was funny but there are two that i actually do use all the time Mm -hmm. and do you want to share those uh yeah i can go ahead and share them so the one that i wrote down that i don't quote but i just thought was really funny luther he's on the escalator in the mall he's with nora and he says it's just like, okay, so we talked about this in the High School Musical episode, but like it's one of those moments where you're like coming into a scene and the characters are already talking and then they just say something briefly and then you move on. So it's just like super random. Uh-huh. You have no context, that kind of thing. He says, you know what's odd? When an Irish pub serves fish tacos, I've got a little heartburn and I don't think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that one down too. 
I thought that was so, so funny because they just move on so quickly yeah. like nothing ever happened. I thought that was hilarious. But but the scene previously is they were in a They were in the pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the two that I actually do quote like on a regular basis, Marty, um, who is the Santa man that nobody knows, but he knows everybody. He's in the store and he's passing Nora and he's like, oh, you know, what are you up to? Whatever. And she says it and she's like, what about you? And he goes... Just picking up some stuff, some things. (laughs) (laughs) So vague. (laughs) And I quote that all the time. And then the other one was at the Christmas party. Um, Enrique gives his toast. And then everybody kind of is waiting. They look at Luther and he's like got his head down. So then Nora gives a toast. And then the same thing happens. Everybody's just kind of looking at him and he goes, same goes for me, double. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the worst toast of all time. But I say that quite often as well. Man. Instead of just me too, you just say, same goes for me double. Really spices things up. Mm, yes, <laughs> it's true. What about you on your quotability? Do you think it's quotable outside of the Christmas season? Same goes for me double. <laughs> Did you give it a three? <laughs> no, I put a four. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Even though I don't like quote it a ton, I reference it. Yeah. A ton. Um, like certain situations like stand out to me. Uh, but one quote that I do use often, whenever I hear the name Enrique, my initial <laughs> response is, what's Enrique? <laughs> oh, so good. So funny. <laughs> that happens when Blair calls to say that she's coming home for Christmas, mm-hmm. like out of the blue. and she, But she says, we. And so I think it's um, Luther goes, what do you mean we? Like, who's who's with you? She goes, just me and Enrique. <laughs> and he goes, what's Enrique? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it is. You're right. And then the um, the sign from the police at the airport. <laughs> it says Blair and Enrique. In like the first initial, then the first name is N, and then the last name is Ricky. <laughs> because they're picking them up. Which how cool would that be to get the police to pick you up? That would be you know? crazy. Especially if they pick you up in the way that these guys do where... <laughs> They pick you up and then have to stall so they go catch a criminal. But the funny thing is they don't even mean to find a criminal. They're just like stalling because <laughs> oh, they're so told to. Funny. And they're like looking in this back alley, checking doors, making sure they're locked, whatever. Then they see a guy stealing a microwave or TV or something. And, and they then have to chase the him guy's like, ah, oh, we can't just leave it. And he's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You see these cops that are like, don't really care. Yeah. But then I was like, dang it, we have to do our we job. We have to do it. <laughs> really Uh, funny it's so good but yeah so i think that's all the criteria yeah so if my math is correct you gave it 11 out of 12 i did i gave it 12 out of 12 so in total this movie christmas with the cranks gets 23 out of oh my good gravy highest rated movie so far oh absolutely yeah i haven't given anything haven't given anything a full 12 out of 12 personally. Christmas movies just hit differently. Yeah. You know? It's, it's going to be tough. I don't think we're going to be able to... Definitely can't compare these evenly to all the other right. movies we've reviewed. Right. But this is so it's good. So it makes good. sense that the rating's so high. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. All this in mind. Yep. Does this movie make you want to get a tan and skip Christmas? Or... Free Frosty and save Christmas. Ooh, what a great question to ask. 
I think I would definitely want a free frosty. Free frosty, free frosty, free frosty, free frosty. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? What about this movie makes you want to participate in Christmas? I just, just like the whole idea of family and friends coming together and, you know, having fellowship or just being able to enjoy the season together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's more, more heartwarming. I'm more of a people person most of the time. Uh And so I would prefer to like be around my friends and family that I love and hold close rather than just like up and leave, you know, out of the blue. Right. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to go on a cruise, but I think in Christmas specifically, like that time of year. Yeah. I want a free frosty. Yeah. What about you? I 100% want a free frosty. Free frosty. Free frosty. There's a Christmas song. I don't know. Maybe it's please. Maybe it's please come home for Christmas or something. But there's a line that says it's the time of year to be with the ones you love. Mm. And I just think that, man, I was actually feeling like super emotional when they're having that Christmas party at the end because they're just with the people they love celebrating being together and giving. And that is so huge. And especially like now when we're not able to do that much of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. in the world right now. That it just, it makes you long for those kind of moments, you know, just to be with your people and to celebrate something as great as Christmas. For sure. And so I, yeah, this movie totally does it for me. I want a free Frosty all day long. (laughs) Just let them be free, man. (laughs) Free Frosty. (laughs) Cool. So uh, for the Enneagram, we have, I've, I've written down two. Okay. Just the two main characters, Luther and Nora. Yep. And... If you're a first-time listener, we like to assign the main characters in each movie an Enneagram number. And if you're yes. unfamiliar with the Enneagram, Bryce always links it in the description so you can read up about it. You can even Go take the free test out. and find out your Enneagram number. But basically, it is a test to kind of see how you relate to the world, how you mm-hmm. process things, um, your personality plays some factors in that, but it's just kind of like how you see things and how you, you know, relate to everything. Yeah. And so oftentimes it can be, you know, challenging to watch a movie for an hour and a half and try to pick out why, why do the characters do this this way? How does that relate to their Enneagram kind of thing? I've been around for almost 25 years and I still don't know if my numbers are right. (laughs) Your numbers are right. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we like to give it our best shot and just kind of see like, in what we see in the characters, what is motivating the way they're acting. So, all that to say, I think Luther, or we think, Luther Crank is an Enneagram 8, which is the challenger. Yes, and absolutely. I, the there were a few things that made me really think this. The first is that he is just so bent on not letting anybody tell him that he cannot go on this cruise. Like he is so about, hey, we're skipping Christmas and that means everything. So I am not buying your Christmas tree, little bucktooth boy. (laughs) (laughs) I am not buying a police calendar, gentlemen. That's just not going to happen. And then he's definitely not putting up Frosty. And there were two quotes that I wrote down that kind of enforced Luther's eightness. The one he's talking to Nora, he says, I will not be told by Vic Frommeyer that I have to decorate my my house for Christmas. And Vic is kind of like the neighborhood 
dad, if you will, the neighborhood boss. He's mm-hmm. like the one organizing all their decorations and stuff. And then I feel Luther, like he's like in charge of the HOA yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Luther says again, I will not be forced into doing this. And I just the eight one of their like biggest um, fears in life is being controlled. And mm-hmm. so I think that I think Luther would be an eight for sure. Nora's I wasn't completely sure on until Bryce and I were talking about it. And we reckon that she would be a two, which is the helper. And the reason that we settled on a two is because she has devoted her entire life to Blair. Like her entire world focuses around Blair and she needs that. She needs to have her daughter needing her. And you can kind of see how destroyed she is when Blair goes away to the Peace Corps. Mm -hmm. She's like, I mean, Christmas is meaningless now. Yeah. Like, I think that's why she's so into Luther's idea of going on a cruise because they're like, we don't have Blair, so why are we going to even waste our time? You know? So I think that she would be a two. Yeah. Even going off of that, like, this just hit me towards the beginning of the movie. I don't know if this is just because people expect her to have like the big Christmas party and all that, but you see like owners of like the Christmas card shop, like he comes up to her, he's like, wait, you didn't put your order in. Like, I need this to happen. You know, that kind of thing. Like she's expect, there's a lot expected of her. Yeah. And And she kind of is like with the whole, apparently their Christmas Eve party is, you know, the one to go to. She's Uh the hostess with the mostest. And that's, that's very, that's very two. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like the biggest thing that seems like the toughest thing for her to let go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Coolio, do you, you guys, have any? Oh, sorry. I was going to say that's great. I was going to ask the listeners if they have anything that they would change about that or any other thoughts. Or on if it. you have any other characters yeah. that you're like, man, this is, I, I really feel like this is their Enneagram. Let us know. Like Marty, mm-hmm. <laughs> Santa Marty. What do you yep. think his Enneagram is? Let us know. I don't know. Let us know and let it snow. Oh, beautiful. But speaking of characters, there were a few cameos. Yeah. Um, in this that I haven't really like processed until we watched it recently. Uh-huh. Um, I got a glimpse. I didn't recognize her at first, but Carrie Martin, <laughs> or the person who plays Carrie Martin from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, yep. the mom in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, is in or works in the office of Luther's work, whatever he does. Um, she was in there. And then one of um, Nora's friends is actually the lady that plays the um, other hotel manager from across the street mm-hmm. in uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. The crazy one that's like, oh, I think she's Russian or something. I don't know. Uh, or German. I'm bad with accents. I think she might be too. I don't know. But she's in it. And then um, the guy, Vic Frohmeyer, they were talking about his son, Spike, Spike. is uh, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. So there's just so many fun characters that like you see from a bunch of shows and stuff in your childhood, at least in <laughs> our childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that are there. It's so cool. Very cool. Do you have any life lessons for us from the movie? Um... Let me think about it. Do you? Yeah. And we kind of talked about this. Well, we've talked, sorry, kind of talked about this throughout. Um, The one thing I just wrote down is community matters. Mm. Like when Luther is trying to set up Frosty all by himself and he falls off the roof and the whole neighborhood comes to, you know, 
like try to get him down. They call 911, whatever. And then he's talking to Vic because Vic is like, what are you doing? And he's like, Blair's coming home. And Vic's like, Blair's coming home. (laughs) 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 So funny. He's just relaying everything Luther's saying, but like only bits and pieces. Um, Anyway, he gets up and makes his whole speech and he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter how you feel about Luther. Like we're like, we're here as a community and we need to to act like it. And he, I mean, he makes it goofier. He's like, why should the children pay for the sins of the father? And it's really funny. But, um, he just kind of reminds everybody like, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. And so I wrote down, show up for people and don't let friction in relationships linger Mm. because it's, it's so not worth it. Um, and I think that, well, I think every year Christmas is like a, a time to reflect on that kind of stuff and just, uh, making things right with people and mm-hmm. and really showing love, but I don't think it has to be limited to, or I don't think it should be limited to, you know, the what well, really starts at Thanksgiving and ends in January. You know, yeah. the whole giving season. Mm-hmm. I think that we should make that a regular practice to just make sure that our relationships are in harmony and um, that we can just really show up for people. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter really the um, the background there. Absolutely, we're just a we're just people who can show up for other people. I think that's really important. Yeah. Honestly, that's just a big thing throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Like it's really the main thing. Like, you know, people matter. Mm-hmm. So let's show them that they matter. Yeah. And the easiest, best way to do that is just to care for them, mm-hmm. to help them, to serve them in some way. Yeah. Um, and you see that in so many different, um, so many different, like just relationships and friendships in this movie, whether that's with, um, one person going and serving at the uh, the food bank or mm-hmm. someone helping someone like put up frosty like you're saying or whatever it is uh, like that's just such a huge theme throughout um, and I think that like so this movie came out in 2004 I feel like that's changed a lot in what we're told mm. uh, especially in so like true. modern movies yeah um, like before that was such a prevalent theme, and now that's seems like it could be a an afterthought, you yeah. know, which is yeah. which is sad because like we need each other, yeah. you know, like I can't I can't get through life on my own for sure. I need the people around me to support me, you yeah, know? and vice versa. So, yeah, that's huge. Very, very good. Oh, such a good movie. So good, guys. We hope you love Christmas as much as we do. And love this movie as much as we do. Yeah. So we want to hear what you think about this movie. Mm-hmm. And there might be a little incentive for what? you to let us know how you feel about this movie. What? Are you saying that they're, they can get something? Yeah. For well, free? Christmas is the spirit of giving. Mm-hmm. And we're feeling filling. We are filled to the brim with giving. Yes. <laughs> And we're feeling very generous. Indeed we are. <laughs> so we would love to give you a prize. We would. We have a little giveaway that we're doing. Woohoo! Uh, Bree, do you want to share with them how they can enter this giveaway? I would love to. So on our Instagram story, after each episode, we post a template for you to be able to fill out to give your rating of yes. the movie that we review. Yep. on the previous episode. And so we're going to do that for Christmas with the Cranks. We'll put that on our story. And then if you miss it within 24 hours, it'll be on the story archive. 
Um, but we just ask that you fill out your rating for this movie and tag us in it. You can put it on your Insta story. You can put it as a post. If you're not on Instagram, just shoot us an email. We'll send it to you and you can put it on your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever social media you do have. Yep. The only requirement is one, you fill it out two, you post it and three, you tag at ReviewBert yes. on whatever you post. And we will announce the winner on next week's episode. So essentially you have a week. Yep. No, a little less than a week because we record. We don't record the day of. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, you have a few days to fill out your rating, submit it, and we yeah, we'll announce the winner next week. Yes. Um, in case for some reason you are you listen to these a little later, we will post about it and let you know yeah um so that way you get notified and you have a chance to win the giveaway uh should we tell them what what they could win uh yeah i want to okay (laughs) let's let's tell them go ahead okay so well you know christmas time it could get a little chilly outside you could need something to warm you up so what better to do that than your very I'm just kidding. Close. Your very own Reviewbert mug. What? That is so cool. Oh my goodness. We drink out of ours very often. We do. We we take we take a break when it goes in the dishwasher, but for hot chocolate. Oh, so good for hot chocolate. For tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Soup. You could even put soup in it. For soup. Or if you're like, man, it's too hot outside to drink something hot, but I really want the feeling of drinking something out of a mug, you could put water, water in it. Water, man. You could put cereal in it. Wow, I've not done that one, but I think you I will. You could hold pens and pencils in it. Yeah, it could be decoration. Not limited you to could just drinking out of. put a little plant in it, a little succulent oh, or something. Cute. Yeah. Man, guys, this mug is so versatile. <laughs> we would love for you to win it. Yes, absolutely. So make sure to submit your ratings and we'll let you know next week who is the lucky winner. Yes. Well, in the meantime, guys, happy Christmas in July. Yay. We hope you have an awesome week. We will catch you on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the social medias. And do us a favor. Give us a uh, rate and review on the Apple Podcasts, iTunes area. And I think that's it. We love love you guys. Love you so much. So much. We will talk at you soon. Bye. Bye.